Hard Place, a novel by R.A. Jacobson. Listener discretion is advised. Contains strong language, violence, and some adult situations. Prologue. Billy hated contests, especially in-store raffles or scratch-and-win tickets. He hated when a clerk would smile brightly and ask if he wanted to play their whatever sweepstakes, and he fucking never bought lottery tickets. He was grateful that Frank at the Old Scratch Tavern did not run any giveaways, prize nights, or 50-50 draws. Or if he did, Frank knew better than to include Billy. Billy could go and just have a good time without winning a damn thing. Despite never entering anything or buying any tickets, he still had a constant stream of phone calls, emails, and texts congratulating him on his big win. People came looking for him to give him prizes from contests or draws he never entered and never wanted. He would chase them off his property, yelling and hollering, a shotgun in one hand and his dog Boozer growling and barking. They'd disappear mighty quick, only to be replaced soon after with new, eager bearers of the great news. He knew that near-maniacal grin that someone had when they were about to give him something, a prize of some sort. That near-sadistic gleam in their eyes when they were about to force a new TV or a cell phone or an oversized check on him. He taught his dog to grin when somebody came around when he wasn't home. Boozer was a mutt, part German shepherd, part something else, maybe black bear. He was the friendliest dog you'd ever meet. But a big mangy dog who grins looks a lot like a big dog baring its teeth, and that kept most folks away. Billy stayed home in his trailer most of the time. He watched TV and played video games on his PS4. Assassin's Creed was his favorite. He could get lost in the game, simply walking around enjoying the city, the people, and not winning a thing. Being lucky was Billy's curse. It was his mark, his deal. It was one he regretted, like everyone who was marked. It was his biggest regret. Most days, Billy went for breakfast at the Old Scratch Tavern. He liked Frank's eggs. Probably had a lot to do with the fact that Frank's flat top was well-seasoned. It gave the eggs a certain flavor. Billy always had the hell of a breakfast. Everything on Frank's menu had something to do with the devil or hell. It was his thing, his little joke. He had Dante's three-layer sandwich, the Hades burger, the Diablo wings, which were Jacob's favorites, the sacrificial lamb burger, affliction salad, basically a Caesar salad, death by chocolate, and it went on. Billy knew Frank was marked. He had sold his soul to the judge to have a bar. This was Frank's prize and his curse. The hell of a breakfast was three eggs, two pancakes, three strips of bacon, two sausages, orange juice, toast, and the bottomless pit of coffee. It was a hell of a lot of food, but Billy wolfed it down almost every morning around seven. Then he'd head back to his trailer and have a nap. After his folks died, he stopped working the farm. He rented the land to his neighbor. It brought in some money, and he did some runs for Jacob, but mostly he lived off his winnings. The garage was full of junk. TVs, toasters, grills, appliances of all sort. Sometime back, he decided to have a garage sale. It became a regular thing. From 12 to 4, most every second Sunday, he would sit in front of his garage in a folding lawn chair. People looked forward to it. Billy knew much of his stuff was ending up in town for sale for much more than he charged. But he didn't care. He got enough for what he needed. It was at the end of one of these sales when the man arrived. 
He drove in. The big white car floated over the rough ground as Billy was shutting down. Billy was happy with his sale. He had sold almost everything, and he'd made more money than he'd hoped. But mostly, he cleared a large space in his garage. So he smiled as the smooth man stepped out of the nicest car he had ever seen. Great car, Billy said. Why, thank you, Billy. It's my favorite. Most people would say the 59 Eldorado Cadillac is the best car from that period. But for me, it's the 59 old Super 88. Its lines are as pure and as perfect as any car design ever. I had a long argument with Elvis over that. I don't think I convinced him. He can be very stubborn. Billy walked over the car, not noticing that the man called him by his name. It was beautiful, long and low, painted a pearl white with skirts over the rear wheels, making it look longer and sleeker. She's a beaut, he said, and meant it. Would you like to take her for a spin? The man smiled at Billy. He was tall and thin in an expensive black suit. He had dark eyes and dark skin, both of which shone. Yes, sir, Billy heard himself say. The man tossed the keys underhanded. They arced across the short space. Billy caught them easily, two keys on a keychain with an old silver coin hanging from it. Billy peered at the coin that glinted dully in the palm of his hand. It had what looked like Julius Caesar's profile, complete with a crown of laurel leaves. Nice, isn't it? I've had it for a long time. It's sort of my good luck charm. Billy looked up at the man, then back to the coin. The coin was beautiful. It seemed to pulse in his hand. How about that drive? Yeah. Billy walked around the car and climbed into the driver's seat. He pulled the door shut. The door closed with a heavy solidity doors on cars from that era had. The man sat down beside him. Billy started the big V8 engine. It sounded good, really good. Billy smiled. Let's go, the man said. Billy pulled the car into reverse, backed up, spinning the wheel, then headed up the drive. He pulled out onto the gravel road, heading north to Highway 11. The car rolled along easy. It seemed to glide over the rough road. It was comfortable and elegant. Even the gear shift was elegant. It was a long and tapered shaft of chrome bent slightly outward. In minutes, they arrived on the highway. Billy waited for a semi to pass, then pulled out onto the pavement. He pushed down on the accelerator and felt the V8 come to life. For a big, heavy car, it pulled hard. His dad would have called it a $20 bill car with a grin on his face and a touch of awe in his voice. A $20 bill car for him was a car that could keep the passenger stuck in his seat as it accelerated. So hard, he could not reach forward and grab a 20 placed on the dash in front of him. Come on, step on it. Let's see what she can do, the man said. Billy grinned and pushed harder. The car seemed to suck down on the road. Billy glanced down at the dash. The speedometer didn't have a needle. It had a colored strip with numbers above it going from left to right. The faster he went, the strip moved right, the color changed. As he passed 70 mile an hour, the line turned to orange. Then the car reached 80. The line was getting closer to red. At 90, it was full red. The car screamed down the road, straight as an arrow floating over the blacktop. Do you like her? The man said, sitting back, relaxed in his seat. Fuck, she's amazing. I barely feel the speed. You like the coin, too. Billy glanced at the coin, swinging on the steering column. Yes, it, it feels good. Billy frowned at what he'd said. It was an odd thing to say, 
but it was the truth. Yes, it does. It's because it holds power. In fact, it holds a lot of power. The car passed 95 full red. Power? Yes. It holds the power you could use. Billy started to let off the accelerator. No, keep going faster. Billy looked over. The man was smiling. Billy floored him. His foot hard on the accelerator. The car leapt forward as if eager to eat up the road. Even at this speed, it had more pull left in it. What do you mean? Billy asked. Well, there's power in this coin, but there's more power if you can find more of them. I have it on good authority that there are several hidden around here. That's why I'm visiting, to find more of these coins. What do you mean, power? Power to change things. Power to change your luck. Billy looked over at the man. I don't need to be lucky. No, I mean power to change your luck from lucky to normal. Billy looked back at the road. The speedometer read 110. That's not possible, Billy said. Billy, these coins can reverse your contract. They can set you free. My contract? How do you know about that? Who are you, mister? Let me introduce myself. My name is Mr. White. Tune in next Thursday for Chapter 1, Jacob Shoots Billy. Stories from a Hard Place is a narrative podcast. Every Tuesday and every Thursday, R.A. Jacobson presents another chapter from a hard place, read by the author. Opening music by Noah Zachran. Production copyright R.A. Jacobson 2021. If you'd like to support Stories from a Hard Place, please go to patreon.com forward slash hard place. If you'd like a book version, either ebook or print, you can find it on Amazon. You can find links to all these and much more at Deadcat Studio. That's deadcatstud.io. Keep the shiny side up. <laughs>